What's up, y'all, and welcome to Leadership with LaToya for Leaders on the Grow. We're excited to have John Hodge with us today. Let's give him a warm welcome. Hey, John, how are you? I'm great. How are you, LaToya? I am terrific. I'm so uh, grateful that you agreed to be on my podcast. I still use so many things that I learned from you when I was a young, bright-eyed, eager, energetic <laughs> principal with no gray hair. <laughs> wow. Well, hey, listen, it was an honor to, to work with you guys down in Rock Hill. That was, uh, that was really rewarding for me, and I, I learned a lot from you guys, for sure. Yeah, um, I, uh, since then, have done a couple of different things. Um, I went with Lynn to her next district, and I was a middle school principal there, and then went to the South Carolina Department of Education, where I was the director of the Office of School Transformation for about four years. Um, did a lot of traveling, and then decided uh, that I was ready to be back home and settle in and uh, perhaps needed some district level leadership opportunities. So I'm now working in the district next door, which I love so much, York School District 1. Okay. And um, learning a lot and hope. Oh, you know, John, every time I um, think about equity, which was really brought to light uh, or a glaring light, I, we already knew we had so many inequities um, and what COVID did for that. I can't help but think about you and some of the things that I've listened to you talk about, how important it is that we create um, equitable access and opportunity. Well, knowing the difference between equality and equity is a start, LaToya. I think a lot of people are unclear still today about what equity really means. And uh, to us as an organization, Urban Learning and Leadership Center, we believe that equity means you give a staff, student, or family the social, academic, moral support they need at a given time, which simply means people don't get the same thing all the time because they're different. I guess my question to you is, um, you know, as we embark upon a post-COVID future, there's a real opportunity for us to do some uh, real, make some real adjustments and rethink how we do business in terms of teaching and learning and address equity in a more um, comprehensive way. What do you, what do you think um, leaders need to be focused on in that regard in the public education space? Um, I think answering the societal demands that have been placed upon us. Uh, John, I was asking you, what do you think is the, the biggest challenge going forward facing public school leaders, especially superintendents, you know, district level principals? What do you, what's okay, your take well, on that? If you add su superintendents and navigating today's politics is just, uh, I do not envy any superintendent. I have several who are friends. It is very, uh, a very polarized society. So doing uh, right, what is right and what is equitable by all children has to sometimes go through a political process that makes it much more difficult in some school districts uh, just discussing the issue. So um, I think that that's a major challenge. I also think that uh, the 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 stress levels that that our country has endured in the last 18 months, uh, we will see. Uh, some of the results of that stress in, in our schools with students and staff. And we need to be prepared for that um, mm -hmm. organizationally. I think we really do because um, 
I don't know if you know this, Toya, but uh, we have a second company uh, called Urban Learning and Leadership Center Family Services, and we provide mental health support services for children and families here in Virginia. And I can tell you, uh, people are going through it. They are. These are these are tough, tough times for a lot of families. So um, being prepared for that. Um, is important. You know, I did not know that you all had a, a second um, service that you provide to families, but I can certainly see why that's so much so needed. And I even think back to, um, you know, next year will be my twenty third year in education. Oh my gosh! I, yeah, and yeah, I was I, there, I saw the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> I was just a baby, and I think back to the beginning, and we always knew that. You know, uh, you know, when you work with people, you know, people deal with things and that you have to love them, their, you know, their whole selves. But I think there's a new there's a new level of consciousness around social, emotional health and mental mental health. Mm-hmm. And it worries me um, not just what it's doing to our children and their families, but what it's doing to folks in the profession. Yes. Carrying that burden of being the leader, not only of the academic portion, you know, the teaching and learning, which is the core business of schools, but also the people portion of the business. Um, What advice do you have, John, for leaders who want to be who want to serve in all manners, but need to make sure that they are maintaining a sense of balance for themselves? Yeah, I I think that (laughs) that has to be on purpose. You cannot um, you cannot leave that up to someone else. Um, I think uh, a good balanced health regimen is good for you. A little bit of exercise and being mindful of what you put in your body is important. Um, I think where I grew most in my career was when I reached a point that I wasn't too proud to say help. Mm. When I got there, I really grew. And I would strongly suggest those who are up and coming in the business, no matter what your position is, find somebody that you trust that you feel um, you can go for assistance because we all need it at some point. I couldn't agree more. And it makes me think about mentorship. And, you know, I'm forever grateful to Dr. Lynn Moody for you know, taking a young person and um, really tapping me on the shoulder and saying, hey, I see something in you and bringing me along and growing me um, through all the different circumstances and scenarios. I, th- I think that is a responsibility of a leader to to not only be willing enough to be vulnerable enough to ask for help, but also to recognize potential leadership in others. Mm-hmm. So in this day and age, how do you ensure that you are um surrounding yourself with capable, competent, um, inspiring, encouraging mentors as a leader and that you have the right circle of folks around you to help you get through, get through the work. Yeah. This is a general principle that, uh, we've practiced, uh, our entire, uh, existence as an organization. Uh, You hire for values, you train for skills. Uh, if a person does not know how to differentiate instruction, uh, I could probably teach a person how to do that, but I can't teach you how to love a, a child. Mm. Something you need to bring to the table, I hope. Now, being technically proficient and competent in your subject area is extremely important, but there's another heart element that we can't turn away from. That's the only way we're going to be able to help other people is to be honest about that. 
uh, moving forward. So I'm I'm reading a lot on um, mindfulness these days. Um, there's a conference I go to called Learning in the Brain that just teaches you so much about the mind and how it's unharnessed. I think educators need to know this kind of thing moving mm -hmm. forward. So um, I'm excited about the future. Um, I think we're going to just, the next 10 years are going to be so exciting. And um, I'm sort of excited that like lately I've had to read more and, 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 you know, go beyond some of my comfort zones to, to know how to best serve clients. And that's good for me. I think that kind of feeling is, is good for everybody professionally. You know, John, there's a quote in a book by Michael Fullen that I read. I love to read and I believe that it's an essential part of growing your skills and knowledge as a leader. Uh, the book is Nuance and in it he says that leaders lead and learn in equal measure. Mm, yes. And so I think we're in a place where uh, no longer is leadership about um, collecting all the knowledge and, and having all the tools in your toolbox, but really having the ability to be adaptable, yeah. and flexible and respond in real time and pivot with with grace and, and with effectiveness um in terms of what you're reading you mentioned mindfulness are there any other other topics or books that you would recommend to leaders who are in the middle of the work right now if they're in the middle of the work right now please take time to read something um well, there's there's a, a an area I'm particularly interested in, uh, how to replicate success. Um, there's an author named Siam Bylock. Mm -hmm. uh, she wrote a book called Choke, and it talks about just optimum being able to replicate success or a set of things that you go through each and every time you shoot a free throw. I think you can replicate that kind of success in other areas. So I'm interested in that. Um, Saying, you know, that book is about replicating uh, success. You know, I'm very interested in reading about that. And you're right. You know, when I was in high school, I had great arms because I struggled shooting free throws and my coach would make us do push-ups. Mm. Okay. Well, but, um, I think you're right. If you notice when uh, basketball players go to the free throw line, they use the same form. They pretty much have the same routine each time. And I think there's a reason for that. So I'm real interested in reading that book. Sure. Sure. Uh, what was what was the other book, John? It's called Mind Sight. It's by Daniel Siegel. Um, one of the things that the conference I mentioned earlier does is it gives you access to some of the latest research in education and uh, neuroscience. And it kind of blends the two. And what got me interested in it was my dissertation topic, was, which was resilience. I was fascinated by um, what are the things that we can put in place to make success more likely for those who on paper shouldn't, shouldn't be successful, if you ask most people. So um, that's kind of an area of fascination I have right now. And um, I also think it's important that we take time to start looking at what the future might look like for our kids. Because um, to me, it seems like the ability to think critically and acquire new knowledge are going to be essential skill sets since the, the job market can change so fast. So those are the kinds of things I'm interested in right now. I think you're so right. You know, as 
education leaders, we spend quite quite a bit of time, or we have in the past, in the traditional sense, looking backward, you mm-hmm. know, reflecting on past performance, where I think we need to spend more time envisioning the future. Yes. So I, I cannot agree more so. Before we go, John, would you tell the folks about the good people at Urban Learning and Leadership Center and what you all do and how they can find out more about your organization? Sure. Um, and thank you for allowing me to do this. And um, our companies has been in business since 2003. We are in the school improvement space. So if you are a school wanting to move up and you feel like you've put things in place and you just haven't seen the results that you would like, you call us in. We do a diagnostic of your school visit, go into classrooms, talk to people, give you a report of recommendations. And we begin helping your school from that point forward. Uh, That's what we do. Um, We're small, but we have a pretty large footprint and um, we would love to hear from you. Yeah, where can people visit your website? What's the website so they can learn more about ULLC? www.ullcschools, that's all one term, ullcschools.com. Well, John, it was a pleasure to talk with you today and to discuss leadership. I enjoy following you on Twitter, and I'm so thankful to have crossed paths with you on my leadership journey. I know how much it helped has helped me as a leader and I'm quite certain that um, you're continuing to to have a great impact on those you serve Uh, thank you so much for being on today's show and with that we'll say goodbye see you next time All right, take care Tori thank you Uh until next time be you be true be a hope builder this is Leadership with LaToya for Leaders on the Grow